and thank you for taking time out of your day to join us for today's Sea Trade Talks podcast, focusing on the ever-expanding expedition cruise sector. A quick introduction, and this is the short version, by the way. My name is Liz Gammon. I'm a results-driven, passionate and creative cruise marketing expert based in Iceland. I assist my clients make an impact on the world by creating innovative and effective marketing strategies that promote the long-term growth for their businesses and get them noticed. My specialities include engaging content creation, social media management, and digital storytelling. And, nerd alert, I'm also very interested in expedition cruising, hence the Sea Trade Expedition Ambassador title. So, without further ado, let's dive straight into our podcast. Expedition 101. What is expedition cruising? Here's an introduction. Expedition, the fastest growing adventure sector of the cruise industry, currently flaunting an order book brimming with beautifully designed luxury ice class vessels. A far cry from the pioneering expedition fleet of yesteryear with their modest accommodations and groundbreaking adventures fueled by steam and sail. Today's new build fleet is very different. For not only are these ships easy on the eye, the good news is they're also easy on the environment too. In fact, most of the new expedition cruise vessels are equipped with tier three compliant engines, which have up to 80% less emissions than some of the older traditional expedition cruise ships. Another environmental plus is that the use of marine gas oil in the expedition sector is standard unlike in traditional cruising. Not a new concept. It might come as a surprise to learn that expedition cruising is far from being a new concept. In fact, it's been around for quite a long time, just over 150 years in fact. Expedition cruising has always harbored a competitive streak and in those early days, alongside the thrill of plowing through pack ice so as to be able to lay claim to the title of having sailed furthest north in the shortest of time, there was also great passenger interest in expedition cruises featuring trophy hunting and fishing. Thankfully, the taxidermy rooms of bygone years have since been replaced by climate-controlled mudrooms and the dark rooms of the past are now bright, airy lounges hosting informative lectures and presentations. Some things never change, though, and the spirit and desire to explore and discover more of our wonderful planet burns just as brightly today as it did 150 years ago. Unique features of expedition cruising. Aside from wearing the crown as being the fastest-growing sector of the cruise industry, Expedition cruising is, in a nutshell, traditionally about structurally equipped vessels sailing to remote geographical locations that are considered off-limits to larger cruise vessels and their passengers. Flexibility is a key feature, as expedition ships tend not to stick to strict itinerary plans in the same way that larger cruise ships must, choosing instead to optimize the onboard guest experience by scouting out impromptu wildlife sightings and operating Zodiac, that's inflatable rubber boat, explorations, sometimes staying in locations much longer than originally intended and sometimes not. Expedition lines tend to operate in a much more flexible manner, 
especially when exploring the more remote parts of the world. Weather conditions also play an important role in the day-to-day operation of a successful expedition cruise. And last-minute changes of plan are the norm. It is this flexibility and unpredictability that makes each cruise unique and delivers the authentic expedition experience that is so popular with guests. Whale sighted in the next field, you say. What are we waiting for? Let's go. That's the beauty of expedition cruising. Exploring and embracing the unexpected at a pace and in a manner dictated by nature. Let's get a little technical. And whilst expedition ships don't just sail in the Arctic and Antarctic regions, they are built for sailing in extreme conditions and hostile environments. Most vessels typically carry a lower ice class certification, but more and more new builds are being constructed with a view to navigating more challenging ice conditions. As an example, Lindblad Expedition's new National Geographic Endurance has been built to ICAS Polar Class 5 category, which offers the opportunity to operate year-round in medium first-year ice, whilst Quag Expedition's new Aquamarine and Seaborne Seaborne Venture, scheduled for launch in December 2021, both feature an impressive Polar Class Category 6 plus an array of onboard features that are set to ensure an expedition experience guaranteed to exceed even the highest of guest expectations. A far cry from the former Russian ships and converted fishing trawlers of the 1980s. Typically, expedition ships are small or medium in size, with a limited draft enabling them to access more remote places and smaller ports. A smaller ship means fewer guests on board, which undeniably leads to a more positive shoreside experience, something that is seen as being a huge plus from a guest point of view, especially given today's travellers' sustainable focused travel demands. A small ship also allows for a more relaxed onboard ambience and encourages the typical guest camaraderie that expedition cruising is so famous for. Another unique side to expedition cruising is that guests are actively encouraged to participate in all aspects of the expedition, and an open bridge policy is quite often the norm. The current expedition fleet offers a range of ships and accommodations that vary in class from being reasonably comfortable to boasting opulent high-end luxury the latter of which has resulted in the opening of a new market and generating an even higher guest expectation. This higher expectation has resulted in the development of a new class of expedition cruise vessel, and it is estimated that there are around 30 new ships on order for delivery in the next four years. And each of these ships is estimated to carry an average of 208 guests. You're listening to Sea Trade Cruise Talks. Also this month, we continue hearing cruising success stories in the Winds Around the World series and dive into safety and security on board with our sector ambassador, John Sipling. Now let's get back to Liz. Expedition cruising, meet the team. 
Expedition ships sail with specialized onboard expedition teams that consist of an expedition leader and a team made up of dedicated experts. Typically, these teams include geologists, volcanologists, ornithologists, historians, and marine mammal experts, depending on where in the world the ship is sailing. These onboard experts act as guides and lecturers, accompanying guests on the Zodiac tours, shoreside explorations, and hikes. Incidentally, Zodiacs are considered an essential part of the expedition kit and feature on just about every expedition vessel. Kayaks are also popular onboard additions, and some of today's luxury expedition vessels also have helicopters and submarines. Expedition cruising, meet the guests. Let's talk a bit more about the guest demographic and expectation. The expedition target group consists of curious, highly educated, nature-focused and adventurous individuals of all ages. It is worth noting that while some companies adopt an adult-only policy, others welcome families with children. Regardless of the age of the guest on board, the aim of expedition cruising is to offer a taste of exploration and adventure, along with an enhanced insight into the daily lives of the communities that they visit. Authentic, sustainable experiences are highly sought after, as are itineraries that include off-the-beaten-path so-called trophy destinations. Hence the predominant focus on wildlife, culture, history, scenery, geology, and conservation. Tips for a destination. How to become expedition ready. Don't be put off by the geologically remote destination emphasis. And please don't presume that just because mass tourism already exists in your destination, that you have nothing to offer this exciting sector of the cruise industry. That is not always the case. Instead, Try and look at ways of highlighting the unique qualities that already exist there. Take a step back and look at your destination through expedition eyes. A local custom that is unique to your part of the world, perhaps? Is there a way to experience it in a more intimate and less touristic manner? A festival, tradition or event that has remained unchanged for centuries? Can a popular geological or historic site visit be arranged outside of normal operating hours? Are there people you know that might be willing to share their own personal experiences and memoirs with guests? Teach a folk dance step, share a recipe. Remember, the more intimate and authentic the experience, the better. Something completely ordinary to your local community can still be interesting and generate value to expedition guests looking for a day in the life. Are there opportunities for guests to get involved with local crafts like weaving, cooking, fishing? And let's not forget, we are not talking about high volume tourism. The ships we are referring to are considered small and carry only a couple of hundred guests. Guests that are typically culturally sensitive, have an appetite to learn, and who have respect for the people and the places they visit. Guests who are recognised as being open-minded and are willing to step out of their comfort zones. Another important thing to keep in mind is that quite often expedition ships don't require a harbour or port at all, not even a jetty. 
They are quite capable of bringing guests ashore via their zodiacs and conducting so-called wet landings. Sometimes it's a quiet little cove with an excellent hiking trail that will catch their eye, or maybe it's a wonderful snorkeling site that entails a zodiac cruise along a particularly beautiful part of the coastline. A waterfall cascading off the cliffs into the ocean, sea caves, or peculiar geological formations that can be explored by kayak. Expedition cruising really is all about diving deeper into a destination and offering guests a unique peek into local life. However, it must be noticed how very important it is that that there be a level of consistency to the experiences you choose to offer. The community must be willing to commit to delivering and be prepared accordingly. Make your destination stand out, but be transparent. When it comes to marketing, social media provides the perfect tool to get your destination out there in an extremely budget-friendly manner. Not just that, but it's also a great research tool too, and is a really simple way to find out what people are looking for. Don't forget to check and follow the tourism or expedition tags to spark ideas and see what really stands out to guests all over the world. Always be honest and transparent in your marketing, and this applies to both the destination and the expedition cruise line, and set realistic expectations for guests. Understandably, communities might be a little resistant towards cruise ships and tourism post-COVID, so lines must ensure that guests are aware and sensitive to this, that every precaution is taken when going ashore. Guests should have the correct attire for whatever activities they may be doing. It is the destination's job to convey this information to the line and ensure that they are prepared. And whilst wildlife sightings can never be guaranteed, they might well be seasonal dependent. So destinations must alert the cruise lines accordingly to avoid guest disappointment. Make sure your community is ready. It's also important to involve your local community ahead of a cruise visit and provide them with port readiness training. Points for discussion should always include managing expectation. What are they hoping to get out of tourism? Where do they want the guests to go? Where do they not want the guests to go? Create clear guidelines on a community level and from a regulatory perspective to ensure operations are in line with legislation infrastructure, what is needed, what is not needed, what kind and size of vessel, what size can deliver an authentic, sustainable experience. It's also important to involve key stakeholders early and prepare for influxes in sales while tourists are in the community. They should be encouraged to buy local, but there must be availability. Think strategically and plan for future growth there may well be a need for a new landing site in the future. These are just a few of the things that local communities should consider when planning on welcoming expedition cruise lines to their shores. When preparing for an expedition call, preservation of culture is key. And as a destination, you can help lines by sharing information to help educate guests before they even disembark. The challenges and how we overcome them. 
Of course, no form of sustainable tourism comes without its challenges and the expedition cruise sector is no different. We have already discussed the huge capacity growth experienced during the last 10 years. This is mostly down to the expedition cruise sector's growing popularity with guests and its high profitability. It is therefore hardly any wonder that interest in the expedition sector has exploded and many conventional cruise lines are now also offering expedition experiences. So there is a very real danger of overcrowding an already culturally sensitive arena. Regularity affairs also need to be considered, as do the implementations of sensible small boat regulations and adherence to the ISPS. It is therefore highly recommended that destinations and local stakeholders work with governing bodies such as IECO and EATO. These governing bodies can in turn provide a vital support network, advice on infrastructure and help ensure that proper protections are in place to keep your destination special. Your wildlife, local culture, environment and heritage sites need to be protected from exploitation and treated with the respect they deserve. Operating in a manner that is safe and sustainable is the very heart of successful expedition cruising and will ensure that it can continue into the future. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sea Trick Cruise Talks. We hope you enjoyed this insightful look into the expedition cruising sector. To learn more about expedition cruising, join us for Sea Trick Cruise Global, 27th to 30th of September, in person and virtually. For more information, visit seatrickcruiseglobal.com. For more content like this, visit seatrate-cruise.com forward slash seatrate-cruise-talks. Hyphen